Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. It's your daily dose of Donna. Welcome to the show. Today is Thursday, September 7th. It's a short week that has felt like the longest week. Am I right? Or am I right? Or am I right? Right, right, right. Name that movie, you guys. I watched Groundhog Day with my with my son over the weekend, and we were dying over Ned Ryerson. Stephen Tobolowski, by the way, this is such a side note, but Stephen Tobolowski plays, he's an actor, he plays um, Ned Ryerson. And when I was in casting, you know, I used to be a casting director. And actually, when I was a casting associate working for the the amazing Greg Orson and Leslie Gellis, um, Greg is a doser. We would uh, audition Stephen Tobolowski for big guest stars on like shows like Reba and all of those. And I was just like, it's Ned Ryerson. It's Ned Ryerson. There was a couple people. I have to give you guys some like back scoop to the casting days and like who I auditioned and who the fun ones were. And oh my gosh, it was, we had a good time. My favorite experience was when I auditioned Grant Show alone and I was just an assistant. And I was like, He's from Melrose Place. Okay, welcome to the show, those of you that are here and are new. This show, Daily Dose of Donna, officially hit number 10 on the TV and film charts yesterday in Apple Podcasts. It also hit number one on Apple Podcasts after shows, okay? Meaning like talking about after shows, talking about TV shows. It hit number one in the United States. It hit Number 32 on Spotify's charts. You guys, Daily Dose of Donna. Wow. I mean, I don't want to even like get into this emotional side, but like, whoa, whoa. Because when you take a risk and you do something scary and you do something that maybe a lot of people don't understand or think it's weird, mom, and you know what? You're going to talk about celebrities. You're going to talk about TV shows. And I'm like, I think it's going to work. I feel it. And the flow goes and then it does work. And like people really start to like it. And then you get DMs like I got yesterday, which seriously was all about like, I got a DM yesterday and I I got a few of these. And one of them said something along the lines of, I am, you know, studying for school. I find myself like always in, you know, alone in a library. I listen to your show. You are, you know, a friend. I feel like I am hanging out with a friend. Thank you so much for being that 30 minutes of brightness for me. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that think opposite, but for just those few messages, it makes it worth it. It really does. So um, beyond appreciate dosers, if you're not here because you, uh, if you're here because you don't like me, I guess I appreciate you too. I don't know, but I will say it will be, uh, it will be a ride. We're going on a ride and you guys have been here at the beginning of the journey. Okay. Um, where do I want to start today? I have a few stories I want to get into. I want to give you like a two minute on Real Housewives, Real Housewives of OC because it was just on last night. Although I am not a recap show. I just want to give you a couple of my thoughts. Oh my gosh. Someone just sent me something. You know, I go live on TikTok and the sound just like, boom. Um, and then 
I want to do a Carl and Lindsay update because some stuff has come out, Carl and Lindsay from Summer House. And then I want to get into an update of this, this big, you know, kind of mess in the podcast land of the Heather McDonald, the Jeff Lewis, and the Justin Martindale. Okay? So that's where we're starting. Those of you that are going to help me out with timestamps, if I don't get them, thank you in advance. I appreciate you. Okay. Well, Real Housewives, I'm just going to be honest. I watched it last night after a very, 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 very long day of being on my phone like this nonstop, nonstop. And I was tired. So I did kind of like doze off towards the end of the episode, but I watched the majority of it. First thing, I just want to say this, and I felt this from episode one, Jennifer Pedranti, the new addition to the cast, Jen, you know, Jen and Ryan, Jen, Ryan, dear quick, Jen is a breath of fresh. I'm a fan. I am a fan of Jennifer Pedranti. You know what I love about her? And this is a really good thing that you guys can learn from if any of you guys are in this situation. I love someone who can take accountability for their mistakes. Jen straight up said, I messed up. I know I messed up. I know I did wrong, but I own it. I am sorry for it. I feel horrible about it, but this is what it is. Now, this is such a pleasure to see, especially on a show like this, on a housewife show, because We don't see that a lot. Do you guys notice that? We really don't. We have people that are habitual apologizers. Like, remember Ramona Singer from Roni? I'm like, remember her. She's like from a different planet. Remember her? Um, She really is from a different planet. Like the best kind of planet (laughs) when you see that video of her dancing on Labor Day on a boat. Um, I loved, I loved Ramona's ability to apologize. The problem with Ramona was that she was apologizing left and right and then never actually took any like never changed her actions. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's Jill Zarin, right? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Saying I'm sorry is one thing, obviously. Saying I know I did wrong is another thing, but actually just like really, truly understanding how you hurt someone. I really feel Jen gets it. And she's also like, but I am that, you know, I am who I am. Okay. Then... Let's keep going. The fact that Tamara and her showed up to that party, that Heather Dubrow party in that matching green was shocking. Now, I want to ask you guys something. I come from the era of social audio. Like there was an app called Clubhouse and there was an app called Fireside, which comes up many times in this episode because of Heather Dubrow. Is Fireside like a real deal thing still? Are we still doing that? I thought it went away. But Heather Dubrow has this new network on Fireside, which is like an online streaming platform. It's creator driven. Like I can create it, you know, like anyone can. Um, I don't know if it's still around. I really do. I don't. I don't want to like drag a company. It's Mark Cuban, who I actually really like. And, um, but she has this crazy over the top party. You wouldn't expect anything else, right? Everything's monogrammed. Everything's Heather. Um, And Emily, sorry. Yeah, Emily. Emily gets... (laughs) Shit-faced. <laughs> now, if she wasn't being kind of mean in her comments, I would just say she's so fun. Emily, to me, is so funny and so light and so, like, happy and just, like, tries to make light of everything. She also gets herself in the shit, and I didn't think she was acting the best in that dinner. 
Okay. Or in that luncheon. Um, let's talk about the fact that everyone hates Heather so much in this season of the show. I believe that last week's episode when they actually signed the papers when Heather and her husband sold their $55 million house and we saw it on the show live that, you know, Josh Altman from Million Dollar Listing was there and he's like, they signed, we sold the house. And she's like, pop the 2010 Vuv. And was it Vuv or was it Dom? I can't remember. And then Terry did some dorky like G6, G6. It was super embarrassing, like such a dad moment. I was like, Terry, no, we don't do that. And then the kids were there in their pajamas. It was like Christmas. And then of course, um, you know, Terry made that horribly obnoxious comment saying it's not F you money, it's F everyone money. That being said, that being said, I think that if we have, um, if we know already that they are obnoxious with their money and they are over the top fancy pants and they can do it all. Okay. If we know that, let's also just accept that about them. (laughs) Like they are who they are, who they are, who they are. They've always been this way. They have so much money. They are showy. I mean, Heather is not like someone that used to be Heather Dubrow. Don't get the Heather's mistake in here, okay? Heather Dubrow is not someone that like we used to see, you know, live in the same house that Gina lives in. And now all of a sudden she's acting this way. This was Heather from day one. We know who she is. She is not fancy pants for no reason. The fact that she didn't want to tell, number one, I thought the scene of her and Terry dancing in their house when they sold and they were drinking champagne, they were clearly buzzed because they just came from her party. I actually thought it was cute. I thought it was fun and I thought it was cute and they were dancing and I was like, look, they seem happy. They seem like, you know who they remind me of? They're um, DuckTales. They're just dancing in their gold. Remember DuckTales? When they would just like jump into the pile of gold. Oh, it was very sweet. Why does everyone need to know that she sold this house? You know, my best friend, shout out Jamie. She bought a house. I told you guys about it earlier. She bought a house in Calabasas um, last year. We were across the street neighbors. She is still one of my best friends. I did not know that she was actively looking for a house in Calabasas for a long time. She didn't tell me because she didn't want to tell me. She didn't want to tell anyone. It was kind of like a secret between just her. She was just like going out there and trying to... Why do we need to know if she's if they're selling a house? Like, why? Are we their business manager? I'm confused. Now, if you're not telling your kids, maybe that's kind of weird. I don't think you have to tell your friends when it comes to these kind of things. I really don't. I really don't. Okay. Those are just my thoughts. Let's move on to story number two. I know you guys are waiting with bated breath for what you're waiting for. At least TikTok is. For those of you that don't think I'm in, that, uh, anyone's interested in the Jeff and Heather stuff, <laughs> really. Okay. Carlin Lindsay. Carlin Lindsay, you know, very, very uh, publicly had a breakup. Not publicly, like we didn't see it, but it was released in the media, remember, a week ago. And I was one of the first people to break that on TikTok. Remember when I did and I got killed in my comments and then the next morning it was everywhere? Um, Carl had, all we know for sure is that it was done. Lindsay was blindsided. Carl called cameras to come to their house. I think I want to say it was a Wednesday morning. She was uh, blindsided and she, timestamp. Oh my God. Ray just told me timestamp on TikTok. That's so smart. 11 minutes. Okay. 
Um, she was blindsided and that's all we know. He ended the engagement. Then he got on a flight the next morning or whatever. And he went to Minnesota, I think is where he was spotted at a diner looking kind of happy. We have not heard. We have not seen. We have no information on Lindsay. Here is what is coming out. Remember last week we talked about all the rumors that are swirling. One rumor was Carl's sobriety a problem? Was he struggling with sobriety in any way? Was he going to some sort of a, you know, treatment center? I want to say, I'm not 100% sure, but I want to say I'm pretty sure that that is, we can X that off the 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 checkboard, right? Like, I feel like I should have a private investigator um, whiteboard right here. We can be like, cross, no. Next. Story number two, Lindsay was cheating. This was a big story, a big rumor that I heard last week. Um, there have been no indications that that is true. It doesn't mean it's not true. It just means that no one has come out and said, yes, she was cheating. No one has come out and said, I have a picture of her making out with someone at a club or at a bar. No one. Um, number three, and this is all that came out today. Dumois, my friend Du, you know, I was on her show a couple months ago. She's going to be on my show too soon. She told me that she told me, <laughs> do you hear how like I listen to podcasts? I'm like, so do and I were chatting on the phone. No, she had a podcast episode and I listened to it. And, um, in today's episode, she says that she did receive a tip that Carl has been seeing someone else. Who is this someone else? I wonder. This is the rumor. Carl has been seeing someone else and potentially and possibly there was a pregnancy scare. Now, guys, I do believe the seeing someone else is a possibility. I do not believe the pregnancy scare is a possibility. I don't. I don't know. We don't know. But these are the rumors that are coming out. Now, that being said, We don't know how Lindsay is handling this. We've heard two sides. We've heard that Lindsay is completely, um, you know, like locked herself in her apartment, not coming out. We haven't seen her, so that would make sense. Not eating, depressed, devastated, and she's quiet. I do find it very suspect that we've seen him now multiple times. What's up with that, you guys? I actually think she's devastated. I think she truly believed that this is the one for the rest of her life, whether or not it was true, true, true love, or it was, you know, a marriage of like best friends and convenience. I don't know. I do believe that she was really excited to be the first Bravo wedding. I think that this is a killer for her. She's also like in her thirties. I can't remember exactly how old she is, but I want to say she's at least 35 and that can't be easy because at this age, women want, are already like, you're ready. You're ready to go, right? You're ready to pop those babies out. So either way, we don't really know. Now, Dumois also said, she also said, I do believe that um, what we heard about the hotel thing, because there was a big rumor that Carl had pulled out of this wedding two days after the hotel reservations could not be canceled. You know how there's like, you know, there's like a window, which seems kind of crazy because now we're like a few months out. They're supposed to get married in November and it's only September. So it does seem a little strange. I have no idea even where this hotel is. Um, I have no idea where 
you know, what's going on. But shout out Sarah who says, uh, the only thing I'm excited about is not hearing babe every five seconds. And that's a problem because I call Lance babe. So I'm going to have to think of something else there. Um, so the another thing I would say is, um, she has, uh, oh, the rumor about the hotel. Apparently, he has some sort of investment deal with this hotel. I don't know if this is true, you guys. I'm just sharing you what I heard. Apparently, there's an investment deal at the hotel, and this is why he is not, um, you know, able to, or why he waited until this day to pull the trigger. I don't know, you guys. All of it seems a little suspect. We're going to see what happens, okay? We're going to see what happens. Um, One little quick note, Dancing with the Stars. A lot of you guys have seen the rumors of who has now joined the show. There is a rumor that Mauricio Umansky has now joined the show of Dancing with the Stars. You guys know that Lance, my husband, works on Dancing with the Stars. And for that reason, I can't talk about it until things are official. This is the one show I can't talk about until things are official in any way, whether it's about cast, whether it's about behind the scenes drama or anything. But I don't want you guys to think Daily Dose of Donna isn't on it. I'm on it. I just can't talk about it publicly. You guys know what I'm talking about? Or like privately. I mean, I can't talk about it. Lance signs an NDA. Jeff, Lewis, Heather, McDonald, Justin, Martindale. Are we ready to get into it? Okay. I have a very, very high spirit in life right now. And the reason why is because I have gone through the the roller coaster as a podcaster talking about these very sensitive subjects. And these are sensitive subjects for people because these are people's careers. These are people's lives. And I really want to be very clear that Daily Dose of Donna has been around a lot longer than than the Jeff Lewis and Heather McDonald feud, okay? This is not a show about Jeff and Heather always. This is a show that talks about the topical issues. Remember, I spent a bunch of days on Bethany and you guys were like, enough, stop talking about Bethany. But this is how it works over here. So number one, I want to tell you that, okay? We will not be talking about this forever. But just like Jeff said today on his show, give me a few days. Give me a few days to just like be upset about it, okay? So if he's talking about it and if she's talking about it, which they both are talking about it, I will continue to talk about it. Okay. It reminds me of that Camille Grammer scene. We weren't going to talk about, remember with Taylor Armstrong season one of Real Houses of Beverly Hills or season two, when she's like, we weren't going to talk about it, but now we're talking about it. So we're talking about it guys. Okay. Where do I start? Um, Heather McDonald, Heather McDonald releases Juicy Scoop. It's her, her public uh, podcast, the free podcast on Tuesdays and Thursdays of every week. Remember earlier this week on Tuesday, even after the shit hit the fan, um, she had fortune, uh, fortune on her show as a comedian, as a guest, but fortune, Ooh, drink. Someone said I look like Candace Cameron, Cameron drink. So she had fortune on the show as a guest, but Fortune is a, um, it was a pre-recorded show so that nothing was talked about. Okay. Nothing in this case was talked about. Next. Today, I believe a lot of people were awaited, waiting with bated breath because since Tuesday, since last 
Thursday, really, since her last time like talking live on the show, we have not um, heard her side or really kind of anything from her about this. We saw her kind of make a joke about it when she went out to Craig's and say, I don't know who Jeff Lewis is in front of the paparazzi, but we didn't see anyone talk about, we haven't heard her talk about anything else except on the Patreon episodes over the weekend. Okay. But I've covered all that before. So I'm not, I'm going to try really hard to stick with what just happened since yesterday's show. Um, she released her public podcast. She had a guest on, but for the first, like whatever, 30, 40 minutes, it was just her alone. She was talking about some, um, hot topics that she does. She was talking about, you know, like the Joe Jonas and, um, Kanye, I believe she was talking about. I can't remember. To be honest, I saw someone put a timestamp, which is why I'm so grateful for you guys. And I did, I was very interested in this conversation, which when she gets into, she says, I, um, I have to talk about something, you know, a public, uh, conversation where I was brought into, uh, a conversation by on a radio show and I was called a jewelry thief. Okay. The earrings. The infamous earrings. I mean, earrings really have hired the right publicist in the last year. Don't you guys think? Between Erica, you know, Erica's earrings, Erica Girardi's earrings, Erica Jane, sorry. Between her earrings and between Heather and Krista's earrings. Am I missing any other earrings? I feel like there's some other earrings out there that we can talk about. Um, it's, it's It's a lot. It's a lot of earrings. Okay, it's a lot of earring talk. Um, so cauliflower's out and, uh, earrings are in. I think that, um, she focused on the earrings. Now I want to just try to really be clear with you guys. I'm going to give you what, like, you know, the general, I don't have a transcript or anything, but the general feeling of what she said. And then I'm going to tell you what I think. Okay. And you can decide if you like me or not from this, but I just, I can't, I can't pretend I'm not, I am not CNN. No, CNN is so biased. I'm not, um, let me try to think. I'm not like, I'm not a court reporter that is just typing things down. Like I do have an opinion and I do think it's important to you have a little bit of an opinion. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> Luna said, even on sister wives, there's a story about earrings, earrings everywhere. Okay, so she talks about the fact that she borrowed these earrings. She did, in fact, borrow these earrings from Krista, okay? I don't believe she said Krista. I don't believe she said Jeff. I don't believe she said any of it. But she did say she did borrow these earrings. She says that she, Heather says that she believed they were fake costume jewelry earrings. She says, I don't travel with earrings, with nice jewelry. Okay, my first thought here is, how can I do this, you guys? Let me first get through her conversation and then let me go back. Um, she said that she was dancing. She was having fun. She lost the earring. And she claims that she called the restaurant the next day and even went back to look for the earrings in the sand. It was like one of those sand restaurants. If you follow Jeff Lewis Obsessed, Sarah, you can go over to her page. She posted it on her Instagram page, the video of it, of her dancing. Okay. She then says that since then, she 
has only heard, I believe, one time about the earrings, to return the earrings. She then said that when she did find out that they were real, which was just this week on Jeff Lewis, she immediately reached out, got her address, and sent Krista, the owner of the earrings, a $3,000 check that should be receiving there by today, or it should be get there by today, which is Thursday, and it, it will clear, she said. And that is that. She talked about the fact that she believes that she is the victim of a planned attack. A planned attack. I, w- I really want you guys to be very, like, critical when we're hearing these words, okay? A planned attack from a variety of people whose goal it is to take her down, whose goal it is is to ruin her career. Um, remember, I'm not going to give you my opinion yet. Okay. She, that's pretty much it. That's actually pretty much what she said. Now, since then, she, this was on her public podcast. You guys can go and listen to this, okay? And go to listen to it. Now, she has since released a Patreon post that I saw in a Facebook group um, where she basically, and I'm not going to read it word for word because you can go and get a Patreon account. And she posted a video of an influencer. Her name is Brianna. Her name is Brianna. Um, Maddox, maybe? I'm going to look it up really fast because I don't want to be wrong. Brianna Madia. Madia. M-A-D-I-A. Do your research. She's a writer. She's an influencer. And she had a very, very, very tough time with cyberbullying and doxing and et cetera, et cetera, earlier this year, I believe, or last year. I actually didn't watch the video, Okay. I just did my research. I Googled her and I started reading a bunch of articles. Um, okay. Heather's comments on that video were saying that a Juicy Scooper sent this to me and this is my experience right now. The video of Brianna talks about the fact that she was, it was a heightened attack um, and she went to the point of wanting to unalive herself. Okay. It was bad, bad, okay? Um, I'm trying to think how clear I can be here because I don't want to tell you guys like exactly the Patreon. I want you guys to be able to go, if you want to support Heather with the Patreon, like go and do it. But essentially she was saying that what happened to this woman is what is happening to me. And there's no goal other than to take me down, okay? Okay. Okay. Um, Jeff Lewis was then on his show today and he said he had a couple other guests. He had Pej Vidat, who I love Pej. He's an actor. And he had Megan Weaver, who of course this is, you know, I'm sure she was booked before. She's a regular on the show. She's on it at least once a week. But she of course is part of this story because she was part of the original Heather Megan drama in March. 
Um, Jeff didn't mention anything at first, and then he did. So he was telling a story where he was giving Monroe, his daughter, he's getting her a ring. And then he made a joke saying, the one thing is that if I do get you this ring, the one thing I would tell you is do not lend it to Heather McDonald. He was making a joke of the situation, but he was saying a lot of stuff, which is basically like, you know, he mentioned that she released another episode today and it was filled with lies. This is what Jeff is saying, filled with lies. And she's always the victim and she never can never, ever, ever say I'm sorry. Um, you know, I mean, he was, he was being very Jeff in his joking about it. And I'm pretty sure that was the majority of the conversation. Then later at the end of the episode, someone did call in and said, one caller said, the more you talk about it, the worse it's going to get. Stop talking about it. Um, Because every time you talk about this, Jeff, she's going to talk about it more and it's just going to fuel the fire. He said, give me this week. Just give me this week. Another caller called in and said, this is not a joke, but she fell last year, fainted on stage. She really should look into getting like a brain check because this seems like behavior that would come after some sort of a brain injury. This is what the caller said. And they were joking because they talk all the time about the Prunovo stand the the pre-novo scan, you know, et cetera. It's, um, Jeff is making kind of light now of it. He's trying to kind of like speak about it in more of like a funny way, but Jeff is clearly very affected by this situation, okay? He's very affected by it. He's very hurt. Heather, I believe, in my opinion, is very affected by it too. I think she is. Please be nice. Please be nice. (laughs) I think she's going about this a very, very, in a very bad way. I do. I'm not her agent. I'm not her manager. I'm not her PR executive. I'm not even a friend of either of them. Remember that, you guys. We're not their friends. Unless we're their friends. But we're not their friends. I want you guys to zoom out. I want you to zoom out of your obsession with Jeff Lewis, and I want you to zoom out of your obsession with Heather McDonald. And remember, these people are just people you listen to on the radio for the most part and are entertained by and love or hate, but they're not, you don't hang out with them at night, right? Like we're not cuddling with them in bed and we're not going out with them to dinner. Just remember that for most of us. Look at it from an outside perspective, like you're watching an episode of Real Housewives. I don't think if you were watching this play out on an episode of Real Housewives with Heather Dubrow and with Tamara Judge, I don't believe that you guys would think that Heather McDonald is acting accordingly for what is happening. And the reason why is this. You also can think, by the way, Jeff Lewis is also maybe not acting right either. I did say it many times and I'll say it again for all of you guys that think I'm blindly supporting Jeff. Jeff is a dick, okay? He can be an ass. He says it like it is. He cuts low. He really cut deep on this one. He was pissed. He said it. And the one thing we can give credit to Jeff for is I don't believe he lies. I do believe he says things out of school. I think he's way too unfiltered. I think he's incredibly hurtful and I think he can break people's hearts left and right, but I do not think that he is a liar. I don't. Now, I could be wrong. 
Tell me. Tell me if I'm wrong. But Jeff is unapologetically who he is. He's not covering it up. Jeff is honestly who he is, and he's okay with coming off like a jerk. He got murdered in his Instagram comments, you guys, by his own fans for that day. And he's okay with it because he feels so strongly about this. I appreciate that. What I don't love to see is someone who is not taking accountability for doing something wrong. I know that we're talking about the earrings, but you guys, let's not deflect. This is about Heather and Justin. Remember that. This is not only about the earrings. The earrings have become the new feud. It's about Heather and Justin. And Justin Martindale was bullied, was sent death threats, was sent horrible, horrible, nasty, mean, like defamatory, awful comments that we saw with our own eyes on Heather's pages, on her comments, on her Instagram, on her comments, on her YouTubes, on her comments, on her Patreons. And she didn't stand up for him. And now we are seeing similar to her. And she is acting like she is, her life is over. Why is this okay for her to say that these mean comments affect her and not to say that these mean comments affected Justin, to tell Justin to get over it? Put on your big boy pants. You're a comedian. This is going to happen. Don't read them. Ignore them, Justin. Do you guys see the hypocrisy about that? That would be like me telling you that comments don't bother me. They fucking bother me. I also have said it a million times before. If you guys talk horrible, insulting me, if you talk homophobic, if you talk hate crimes, if you talk, you know, about... God forbid, like anti-Semitism, if you're talking about transphobic shit, you're gone. You're not a doser. You're out. And if I have a, a LGBTQIA plus member on my, on my show, like Zach Peter was on my show the other day, and if he's on my show and then you guys talk shit about gay people, you're gone. Okay? That doesn't mean that I'm such, such an amazing person. It just means I have freaking, like, I, I don't, I'm not tolerating that. So why didn't she say no when it was happening to Justin a few weeks ago, you guys? Do we forget that? It's not about the earrings only. This is a Justin Martindale, Heather McDonald feud. This is where it started. Jeff got pulled in because Justin mentioned his name on his podcast and Heather said, no, that's a lie. And then Jeff said, no, 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 no. That's a lie, Heather. You did have that conversation with me. Now it became a Jeff Heather issue, which then became a Krista Heather issue. It's deflection. At the end of the day, this started because of exactly where we are right now. Heather is saying that people are trying to take her down. Why didn't she see this as people were trying to take Justin down? That's her friend, right? That was her friend. 
if you want people to be good friends to you, don't you have to be a good friend to them? I hate to say it, you guys, and I'm really sad to, to like make a, a big statement like this. And I hope you guys don't think that I'm sitting here and I'm just trying to drag someone's career. I'm absolutely not. I don't have to say a goddamn word. And most of you guys are seeing this for yourselves, but I have like a brain. I have a brain and I have an ability to say that what's wrong is wrong and what's right is right. And what's wrong is anyone out there, these troll-like behaviors trying to tear someone down and trying to call people names and trying to defame someone's career. That is wrong. But it can't only be wrong when it's happening to you. It has to be wrong across the board. And that goes for you guys that are out here saying that I'm a mean girl because I am not being 100% a Heather fan, but Jeff Lewis is a devil. You say that in the comments, those words. You say, Donna, you're being a mean girl because you're not supporting Heather. Jeff Lewis is the devil. Why is that okay? Why are we okay to say that it's okay to talk shit and throw someone under the bus because it's someone I don't like? But if it's someone I like, then you're not allowed to say anything bad. It can't be rules for thee and not for me or vice versa. It has to be across the board. And if you're going to allow people on your show to be horribly bullied and talked horrible, horrible, you guys remember the words groomer, pedophile, molester, F-A-G-G-O-T, things that are absolutely not okay. If you're allowing that, then you got to take it. If it's okay for them, it needs to be okay for you. Does this make sense? I know I'm going to get pushback here, but I want you guys to be very, very critical in your thinking when it comes to these things. Would you accept if your best friend didn't stand up for you and you were getting dragged by their friends or by their fans? Would you be okay with that? I wouldn't. So I don't have a dog in the fight. I know a lot of you guys think I do. I don't. Daily Dose of Donna was here before and it will be here after this show. Okay? Jeff Lewis has given me no time, no attention, no love. Heather McDonald has given me no time, no attention, no love. I am Daily Dose of Donna. I am here for you, the dosers, and for me. And for my husband and my boys. Okay? And for my dog. My other dog. My cat. My four fish. I just believe what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. Saying sorry is such an important, important value. And I'm not like the value police by any fucking means. (laughs) But I know when I hurt someone's feelings and I do wrong, I fucking apologize. And I apologize to any of you guys if, you know, I'm saying something that's hurting your feelings. I'm sorry. I really am. I don't mean to. I'm just trying to look at it from an outsider's perspective, a zoomed out perspective. Okay? No one should go after anyone. No one should take this and go after me and then take my podcast and be like, Heather, look at that. No one should go after Heather and call her names. No one should go after Jeff and call him names. It's going to happen. We're not like perfect, but this is just how I feel. Okay? So... I was nervous to record this episode because I had some feelings on it. Jeff will come around. Jeff is on a heightened, he's on a tear right now. 
you already hear it today that he's kind of lightened up about it. He's not going to talk about Heather forever. He's not. He's going to move on. Um, and I hope Heather also can move on. I really do. I hope we can all move on from this. Everyone is talented out there. All of them are so talented. Heather is talented. She's funny. Jeff is talented. He's funny. They both have incredible, incredible, as they call cult-like followings. Really, for real. <laughs> they have incredible followings. They have incredible communities. They will continue to be successful. They will continue to make money. And that is that. Okay? That is Daily Dose of Donna's thoughts. <laughs> I love you, dosers. I appreciate you more than you know. Make sure to sign up for my, um, this is going to, ju- this is going to trigger Jeff Lewis, but I have a happy hour tomorrow, Friday at 3 p.m. I'm sorry, 5 p.m. Pacific time because I can't drink before five, right? Like who, I mean, that would be a problem. Um, and I will see you guys hopefully there tomorrow. You can learn more about it in the show notes below. And I love you guys. Thank you so much, dosers, for being there. Join the Facebook group, Daily Dose of Donna. Follow me on Instagram and TikTok at This Is Donna Bowling. Make sure to leave a positive, hopefully, five star rating or review so that this podcast can continue to grow. Share it with your friends. I love you guys. Have a great week. <laughs>